<clears throat> just, just don't your, cut uh, the feed, no matter what happens. Test your bleep button. And we're live! <coughs> Welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> we, we have fantastic <laughs> topics this week, including <laughs> Linus hopefully staying alive throughout the entire show. Um, Linus potentially yeah. apologizing, uh, or at least clarifying some comments. Was I wrong week. about Elon Musk? Let's talk about that. More at 11. I'm definitely going to be talking about the big update on the uh, fraudulent, the wire fraud that yes. Yvonne and I were victims of. Yeah. Uh, maybe as part of that, I can give you guys some updates on the house and the pool and all of that good stuff. Because, uh, yeah, that was it was it was the pool uh, contractor that was ultimately the problem. What else we got today? Uh, but Tim Cook hates side loading which is uh, basically a continuation of a topic that we've talked about a few times. Yeah, it's not exactly news, no. but it's uh, definitely something that's in the news right now. And also, hey, Honda, screw you, man. Yeah. I'm actually so annoyed about this. Uh, what is my stream deck doing? How do I show the intro? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Oh, there we go. Uh, I think you can oh. press it now. Can I press it? Hey! Let's jump right into our first topic. It's story time, ladies and gentlemen. I am ready, now that it is resolved, to give you guys the full update on what happened with the wire fraud. For those of you who haven't caught either the clip or the original WAN show, basically, Yvonne and I got tricked. I mean, there's really, there's really no other way to put it because if we had proper procedures in place, but yeah, we could have avoided accidentally sending. I don't believe I have talked to you guys yet about the amount, but it was ninety thousand Canadian dollars. Woo! Yeah. Dang. Had I told you that before? Yeah. I did. Okay, I did tell you that before the show. So ninety grand they got us for, and you might be thinking, Linus. You know, how could you guys be that stupid to wire $90,000 to someone without verifying who they were? And the answer is, we did not consider, you know, that you're only as secure as the security of your business associates. The weakest link. Right? And so this particular contractor company, I'm not going to I'm not going to name and shame. It's not it's not what I'm about as a general rule when it comes to my personal dealings. And this was personal money, which, if you're familiar with how taxes work, is actually a lot more painful than losing business money. If I lose $90,000 through the business, that's $90,000. If I lose $90,000 personally, that's the $90,000 that remains after I earned about $160,000 and paid a whole bunch of it in taxes to the provincial and federal Canadian governments. <laughs> so losing $90,000 personally is a lot worse. Uh, for our American friends watching, that's somewhere in the neighborhood of around sixty-five to 70000 US dollars. So, <clears throat> what happened was their email was compromised to the point where we were exchanging emails back and forth over a span of multiple days 
emails were coming back to us in the style uh, documents on the letterhead because they had been in this company's email system for probably quite some time, collecting information about their clients, looking at the communication styles of their different employees. And they offered us a deal where if we paid for all the remaining landscaping and pool work up front, they would offer us, it was either a 10 or a 15% discount. I can't remember exactly. And Yvonne and I were in such a position in the project where we were like, okay, um, our, our personal cash flow is actually okay right now. This is all money that we know we're, like, we've set aside to pay for in the next three to six months anyway. We've got it. Yeah, I mean, if there's a discount, let's do a discount. So we figured out the terms of how it was going to work, and they had, us, they had us wire it to them. And they had a convincing story for why the wire was going to a bank in Toronto, which is in Canada. It's not like they had to send it to a bank in, you know, I don't know, Syria or Nigeria or something, right? Like it was going to a Canadian bank. France. So we sent the money and a little while later we got contacted by the contractor who, in my opinion, um, did not do a good enough job of letting us know right away. They should have told us immediately because you can typically recall a wire within the first 24 to 36 hours. After that, whoa, does it ever get tougher? Because if they withdraw that money, if their account has... It's basically like handing people cash. Yeah, it's a, a wire transfers cash money. Yeah. So once it's moved out of the bank that it was sent to, it's gone. <laughs> yes, I'm talking about a scam. I was defrauded for 90,000 Canadian dollars. Okay. So I am ready to provide an yeah, this part update I don't know. Yeah. on what happened. So the first thing that we did, obviously, was we got in touch with our bank. And our bank basically said, like, it's, it's been like over two days. What, what, what do you want us to do? We sent the money and we were like, what we want you to do is tell us what to do. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm sure this isn't the first time it's come up. <laughs> yeah. And they said contact law enforcement. Now, I am generally pretty supportive of law enforcement. Um, I think that there are a lot of bad eggs. I think there are a lot of bad eggs in any profession. You could go to lawyers, teachers, law enforcement, sports coaches, and you could find... Pedophiles, murderers, monsters. Um, I do think that in positions of power, people have tendencies that might bring out worse aspects of their personality. So I'm not going to say that there is no correlation between people who abuse authority and authoritative figures. So I will say that much. But by and large, I am I, I, I understand that it is a job that actually does need to be done. Anarchy is not right. better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Things are the Royal Canadian Mounted Police were utterly fucking useless. I think that's pretty normal, yeah. In this situation. And I get it. When you call the cops to your house because your $200 stereo was stolen, um, there, is a, there is a certain degree of... What do you what do you want me to do about this? It's 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 literally less than your insurance deductible and the cost of me doing paperwork to report this. Like I'm sorry this 
this bad thing happened and that sucks. You know, I'd love to, I can help you commiserate, but realistically putting actual law enforcement resources into dealing with this petty crime is probably a, a, a bigger waste of taxpayer dollars than even me standing here and explaining it to you. Like I, I understand that perspective, even if I am very frustrated by it. And that is a situation that I have in fact been in. And yes, Maria Z, $200 is a lot of money for most people. You're right. And it was for me when my car window got smashed and my stereo got taken. But ultimately, I also understand the cost of investigating this crime is much greater than $200. So in the big picture, I like kind of get it. But we are talking about $90,000. And you are telling me that it is not even worth, I don't know, picking up a phone and calling a Canadian bank who presumably would actually cooperate with you <laughs> if you did the paperwork like you are supposed to? Nah, dude. It's, not, it's oh, yeah, you know what? Mm, yeah, that's rough. Too busy doing speeding tickets. That's rough. Afraid we can't do anything about that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, maybe I've watched too many movies, right? Read too many thrillers. But it seems to me that if the money went to a Canadian bank, a Canadian person somewhere is going to have to retrieve it probably at some point, And it would probably be a pretty good idea to find them and put them in jail no someone probably no. registered that bank account they might have also like identity theft you know jacked the bank account sure well but then still. that person should probably know their identity was stolen sure. instead of us just ignoring it that was one thing and was allowing it to continue is like by investigating smaller crimes you might uh unveil someone that's doing an extremely large amount of smaller crimes but that's uh it's not always gonna work but yeah, so nothing. So Nicola Run says no, 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 and no. Every crime has to be investigated. I mean, so like, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a pretty good example. Fund philosophically, I guess you know we could debate this, but I live in the real world where if Luke steals that pen realistically the, call him, dude. the only consequence is going to be me calling him out when we finally do an Intel Extreme Tech upgrade. <laughs> um, the point is that there actually are different tiers of criminal liability depending on the severity I, of the I crime. I would prefer that more, more time went into investigating like murders and, and other things I don't even necessarily want to bring up then investigated like the game boy that was stolen from me when i was like 12 i was really sad that heavily impacted me at that age yep but it's it's genuinely just not as important as certain other things so you know uh, man oh man i see i'm trying i don't want to have i don't want any hot takes today but we're already there yeah i know i guess i guess we're already there it's Welcome like to the hot zone ladies and gentlemen it's like uh you know for for me how's that classist for, for me life is your life is is essentially all of the time that you have combined, right? And the way that I see it, the severity of a crime is directly uh, is directly correlated, not 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 necessarily one for one, but is correlated with the amount of that time that it steals, 
or that it that it, that it robs someone else of. So obviously, from from that from that perspective, the murder of an infant child could be considered to be the worst crime because you have robbed that entire undefined potential life and accomplishment, what could have been contributed contributed to the world. Okay. Not only have you done that, but you have also probably damaged or completely destroyed the lives of the parents and the other family members who brought that child into the world. And the greater the magnitude of this destruction of life, the worse it is. That's sort of my general philosophy. And from from and you can you can kind of take pretty much anything, whether it's whether it's rape or whether it's theft, and you can bring it to time. If you steal a hundred dollars from someone who works minimum wage, you have stolen a day. You stole a day of their life is the way that I see it. Or more, I think. Uh, How much is the minimum wage right now? Um, uh, it depends where you are. Yeah. I think it's 14 something Way here. too low, basically everywhere. Um, BC minimum wage, 1565. 15 so yeah, my math's about right. So you have yeah, okay. you have essentially stolen a day of that person's life from my point of view. And so it's really it's really frustrating to me, particularly financial crimes are a big one. When someone steals like a billion dollars, to me that is an enormous deal. Like you have actually you have actually stolen the waking hours of hundreds or thousands upon thousands of people that they will never have back. They chose to spend that time earning money. You took it, therefore they spent that time earning nothing. And that has, that has a psychological toll as well, as well as just that time that's lost. So that's, that's the way that I see it. And when someone is conducting this kind of scam, not only have they taken an extremely large amount of labor-created wealth, but they're probably doing it to others. In fact, we know for a fact they tried to do it to others because they accessed the systems of this contractor so they, they and we were not people at the, same time. the only ones they hit. Yeah. And so to me, it was outrageous that they kind of looked at it and went, eh, we're, we're not going to do anything about this. So That makes it more interesting to me because like I mentioned with the, uh, the stereo example, like by investigating that one, you might find that that is a a not a single occurrence, right? No. And if they stole stereos from like hundreds of people, then okay, this is a really big deal. And uh, that, but they do actually do that. Oh yeah. Like for I, sure. it's, I, you know, obviously, I'm in like my neighborhood watch Facebook they try to and notice stuff like that. So, stuff, right? so obviously, yeah. I'm not saying you shouldn't continue to report crimes, even if you know they're not going to investigate. We go out of our way, even if we know they're not going to do anything, to make sure that we report everything, whether it's through the business or whether it's personally, because, like you said, once they start to notice these patterns, actually, they do apprehend like petty criminals quite often. So. I was very frustrated by the response from both our bank, who I didn't expect to be able to do anything, but I hoped would be able to... These are next steps. I, I, yeah, I hoped would... It didn't go to nowhere. It went to a Canadian bank account. Therefore, somebody has to get it at some point, right? So let's figure out who that is, find out if they've been defrauded or had their identity stolen, right? Find out who they're cooperating with, there's got to be some way to track this money as it moves, whether it's within the country or around the world. I thought that's the whole point of a centralized banking system. No? Isn't it? 
Yeah, sorry. I, I was... Aren't there like actual anti-money laundering and anti-fraud laws and, and and policies and procedures in place? Aren't there mechanisms for finding out where money came from and where it went? Isn't it all electronic? <laughs> How is it even possible that we can't figure out who it went to? Yeah, kind of nuts. It is kind of nuts. I was stunlocked there for a second because someone told me to look up the the minimum wage in Georgia and Wyoming. And I was like, okay. And they're apparently $5.15. But there's a there's a federal uh, Fair Labor Standards Act, which means that they have to pay the federal minimum wage, which is $7.25. $58 for an eight-hour workday. Okay. Dang. If we want to start talking about raising the American minimum Ooh. wage, we are going to end up in hot take territory extremely quickly, Mr. Lafreniere. All I'm saying is it's far from 100 bucks, but yeah. Um, and I when mean, you it's only a lot make... closer to 100 Canadian dollars, you're <laughs> saying. That's true. That's true. <laughs> when you only make 58 bucks, the, the distance to 100 bucks is going to feel extremely far. Um, yep. But anyway. Anyways, yeah, so, so it didn't work. You didn't get it back. So... What oh, happened was okay. I am lucky enough in my life and the personal contacts that I have okay. that I was able to reach someone who knows someone who has some kind of connection at the financial institution that received the money. They were not supposed to find out if it was still there and tell me. <laughs> Oh my. Okay. Got it. I think I understand. Are we stopping there? What happened okay. was somehow, and I have no idea how this occurred, the money was frozen in the recipient's account while an investigation was conducted. Okay. We got it back two days ago. Wow. Not by the RCMP. So there's no police involvement? Not as far as I'm aware. It's just the banks. Uh, I, I don't know the exact mechanism, so it could be that the police did end up being involved. I imagine they might have been involved at some point. What I suspect is that our, our own provincial RCMP or municipal detachment or whatever didn't feel like dealing with something over provincial lines. So once it was flagged by an organization in the same province that the crime appeared to have been committed, it may have actually received some proper attention. But the bigger problem here, the bigger problem is that that's what it that's took. That's what it took, exactly. Anyone, We've talked about this before. Anyone, yeah. whether they were defrauded of $100, $50, should be able to figure out where that, that fraudulent transaction went and this should not be complicated yeah. in the digital age. Yeah. How is that even possible? Yeah. And it shouldn't, like, any time that it takes the public influence that, that one of us has in order to fix a problem. Then the system's broken. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Like, I'm happy for you that it was solved, but also that's, like, that's still big bad. Um, at least you, you got that. Should I transition here? Go for it. At least you got that money back. Cause now you can afford to buy, uh, an NFT that was originally <laughs> $2.9 million. 
But now, as far as my understanding goes, is only sixty eight hundred bucks. That's amazing. You got your ninety grand back. You've got way more than enough money to buy this NFT that is definitely worth uh almost three million dollars can i just say can i just say that i was delighted to read this headline this is great this is so funny okay (laughs) this is the this uh, original article is from the guardian here massive props the guardian love you guys i need to donate i haven't yet i really should uh this is the mona lisa of the digital world says crypto entrepreneur Sina Estavi, who bought the NFT in March of 2021. $2.9 million for an NFT of Jack Dorsey's first tweet, which to be clear, guys, it is non-fungible. Okay, this cannot simply be replicated by right-clicking and save as. Oh, jeez. It's non-fungible. Oh, man. Inspect element, type it in yourself. Oof, beautiful. And... You know, the last thing you would want is to spend $2.9 million on a, on a fungible token <laughs> if you could have a non-fungible one. <laughs> so he bought it in March 2021 because this is definitely a very valuable, sensible asset. One of my favorite quotes in here is when he's when he's putting it up for sale. He says, it's important. <laughs> Have you read this? It's sorry. This is actually just amazing and it's it's almost difficult to get through. It's important for me who wants to buy it. I will not sell this NFT to anyone because I do not think everyone deserves this NFT. It's a picture of a tweet. Okay, and this is great. <laughs> Come so, on. So bro. he bought it in March 2021 for 2.9 million dollars. But apparently his efforts to resell it, regardless of who's actually allowed to bid, <laughs> have apparently been uh, pretty unsuccessful so far with a top bid of just $6,800. Nice. As of which is day. a lot of money, but compared to 2.9 million like literally doesn't change the number. It's still two point nine million that he's losing. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. Conrad's like, give you three fifty for it. Best I can do. I just <sighs> I find it. I find Okay. With cryptocurrency, we are actually in the process of trying to figure out a way to accept cryptocurrency for some of our products and services. I think that cryptocurrency does have the potential to have a value. I I think that with refinement, it can be an amazing technology, a force for change, maybe a force for good in the world. That much I can say. NFTs? Yeah, I don't know. There, it's just, there's such a blatantly I th- obvious I grift. I think there's also probably utility there as well. Sure, I think it just essentially has, like, maybe if there's if there's I don't even know if there has been because I haven't looked into it enough. But maybe there's some amount of utility okay. that's already being used for it that's actually legit. Let, and then like ninety percent of the scams. Let's talk about the dumb stuff the games industry is doing with NFTs, right? So NFTs, one of the big pitches that I've heard for NFTs in gaming is that you can have an NFT of say some digital artwork that could even be transported across games. Between games, yeah. Right. Okay. Except here's the problem with that. What's the difference? Between having it centralized and stored on Valve servers or uh, EA servers 
or Ubisoft servers or Nintendo's servers or whatever the case may be? What's the value of having it stored somewhere else or having this token if ultimately the exact same actions that could cause it to stop working, uh, like if that, that particular game shuts down or whatever, right? So they delete your, 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 your digital item would also cause it to stop working because now you just own a digital item for a game they shut down. Like, what's the difference? Also, also real chads just don't buy any skins, whether you can transfer them to game to game or not. It's so, true. So you, you don't need it anyways. No utility. Just don't buy it. It's true. The day I, I, I'm, I'm making a promise. I'm making a commitment right now. The day that one of my kids spends money on a, on a digital on a digital thing to look at. They're off the computer for a quarter. For a quarter? For a quarter. For a kid, that's a long time. It's a long time. They will learn. That's a long time. And they time. will learn a valuable like I, lesson. I remember like, if I got grounded for like a month, it felt like an eternity. That's a, that's a, that's a minute. One, one more thing before we get off this topic. Um, he said, okay. It's not a he said. While announcing the NFT sale in a tweet on the 6th of April, oh, Estavi no. pledged to give 50% of the proceeds, which he expected to be at least $25 million, <laughs> to charity. Oh, hey, thanks. Amazing. Thanks for the hypothetical money for your hypothetical asset. So good. Oh, man. I mean, if you're going to spend money, you should at least actually get something in return. Why don't we head over to LTTstore.com? We have actually got some very good stuff this week. First of all, guys, if you want a merch message to show up, so those are those little messages that show up uh, at the bottom of the stream. Ooh. As long as I'm not in a window like this? Hmm, have we thought of that, Luke? Do merch messages what? do anything when we're like this? No. They do not. Ooh, uh, okay. Uh, well, uh, hopefully you didn't send we them. We just need the banners to be added just to these now. scenes. Yeah, I guess we'll need to do that. Yeah. Okay, cool. We'll figure that out later. Anyway, if you pick something up on the store while we're streaming, you will get a uh, chance to fill in a, a merch message, and it will either pop up or our producer will reply to you, or we might address it on the show. And we've got a couple of cool things for you guys to check out. Uh, Sarah could not resist the urge to create a... Fucking eggshell t-shirt. Yeah, what what is this? Or? And oh, from the paint rant. <laughs> this oh, this is gonna good. be really cool. We're actually doing something special with this shirt. This is a pre-sale, so we are going to print only the exact number of shirts that we order. So this is a digital reference mock-up that gonna, Sarah did. Are you gonna damage the, the paint? Six of the shirts. They will be randomly selected. One of each size will not be fucking eggshell they will be satin and they will be covered in little masking tape pieces just like the walls of my house there you go <laughs> they will also come with a, with a uh, a note that i'm actually i'm gonna write it i'm gonna write it live on the show i'll, I'll create a note we're gonna do six copies okay then we're gonna like label them one of six two of six all the way to six of six and you will you will get an ugly an ugly, stupid satin shirt, and you will also get a little a little note that I I will write you here on the here on the show today. That's amazing. That 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 that's it. That's the big that's the big uh, that's the big pitch. 
So you might get, you might get a f***ing eggshell shirt, or I might decide to screw you over with satin. <laughs> now, actually, ah, I'm glad we're talking about this, because some folks pointed out that um, satin, they said that it actually has more resin than eggshell. Maybe that's a regional thing, because not only is every satin paint that I've ever seen here in Canada uh, more matte than eggshell, but I actually checked the exact product they were using on the like master painter, whatever organization thing that like rates paints. And it's, it's, it's resin content, it's hardness was lower than an eggshell product from that same brand. There's also some confusion Interesting. Um, in Sherwin-Williams. So that's the brand of paint that we're using. I wish we'd just use Cloverdale. I'm much more comfortable with their products anyway. There's some confusion in the way that Sherwin-Williams labels their paint. And they apparently do have some products where satin and eggshell are used interchangeably, at least by them. But as for whether they are actually the same, uh, that I don't know. So there you go. There you go. By satin, no. By satin, I mean the paint finish. This was a rant that I did during a live stream, and then we also uploaded it as, as a clip to LMG Clips. Yeah. So if you guys, uh, if you guys want a, an eggshell shirt, then hey, cool, go for it. Uh, yeah. The real product, the not limited time one that we are actually launching is a really good one. Man, we have been working on this one for far too long, considering how of a sweater. simple it looks on the surface. It's a waffle, like a waffle pattern fabric, long sleeve shirt. It's made of 100% organic cotton, super minimal LTT branding. There's just a little tiny tag on the bottom. You can, you can barely even see it down here. It's available in charcoal as well as ultramarine. And man, is this thing ever comfortable and breathable. And it just, I think, man, the fashion team just nailed this one i like it a lot i'm also seeing some people in chat say weird timing um i sort of thought the same thing and Stuff then comes out when it comes out and then remembered that i i was out for a run yesterday and it was negative one degrees celsius outside <laughs> so like maybe it's not i also I don't australia know. is a thing yeah like i you know just saying and it'll still be available when it's slightly less weird timing so who cares yeah, it's 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 great. They they just they absolutely nailed it. Like it it manages to be like good. nice and fitted in the chest. It hangs nicely, uh, but it's still it's like super stretchable. Oh yeah. So like if you're if you're a little wider in the you know girthy parts, then it can accommodate <laughs> that as well. So yeah, we're really excited about this one. Real excited. So you guys, yeah, you're gonna want to go check that out. I don't know how many we have in stock, but. Um, Wow, okay. Apparently it works pretty well for, for the ladies, too. That's Sarah. She manages to make anything look good. Look at that. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, and of course, you can mouse over and you can see who the, who the model is and what size they're wearing. So if you, you know, see a body type that you're like, oh, yeah, that's, um, you know, I'm kind of like that. That matches me a little bit better. Yep. Then you or can the person I'm shopping for. You can scroll through all our pictures and get a, a good, pretty good idea of how that's going to fit on you. All right, <clears throat> let's move on, shall we? Our next topic is called Linus apologized to Daddy Elon. Okay, I had some 
takes last week that were sort of half based on articles that I half read over the last five years, some of which were a long time ago. And the bottom line for me was that I don't think that Elon Musk is a particularly considerate and kind, thoughtful uh, person is is my take based which, on his public actions. We and, were talking about him purchasing Twitter. So that doesn't. And his willingness to uh, his willingness to put his own desires above those of others unilaterally is sort of, I guess, how I could summarize it. Um, basically being a douchebag, right? Just kind of going, yeah, that's that's the way that I want it. <laughs> you and bleeped that last time. Everyone else can just, I don't know, Not uh, worthy suck time. a popsicle. So, <laughs> so basically we're going to go through everything I talked about last week. I had the I had the writing team go through and clarify some of the things I got wrong, expand upon some of the things I got not so wrong, and I'm just going to kind of go through it here. So uh, misleading statements and or posturing around charity um, and or, you know, hey, look at that good thing I'm doing. Look at me. I would like attention sort of actions. So we've got the trapped Thai kid situation. Uh, this was the source of the whole pedo guy lawsuit. Um, Musk helps by sending a submarine. Okay, so no, I don't think this is entirely fair. So the okay, the pedo guy thing, yeah, is its own thing. I don't want to address. That was really stupid. That was really stupid. Hundred percent, I'm on board. He was asked for help, and he was asked to design a backup solution. And he brought the thing there, and then he left it with them. And when the rescue was successful, he said, great job to the rescuers, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then there was this fight that happened afterwards, and he called the dude pedo guy or whatever. But it was above board until then. And the guy did lose the defamation suit, but what uh, does that mean? That's probably because mean. Big, yeah. big bank take little bank more than anything else. I, I don't know, but yeah. I know that guy was like attacking him first. That doesn't make it okay. Um, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But like, but saying, but putting it in like helps is that's not fair. He was asked to help, and he helped. Donating ventilators. Uh, yeah, this one was pretty funny to me. <laughs> early in the COVID pandemic, uh, Musk committed to donating ventilators to hospitals. They turned out to be CPAP machines, which is not the same thing. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, he was a COVID denialist, and in my opinion, his behavior towards his workers during the pandemic was extremely anti-labor. And when you are anti-labor, you are anti-basically 99% of people. It's that simple. Um, yeah. yeah, not not cool at all. Starlink in Ukraine. So Starlink worked with USAID to send 5,000 Starlink terminals after Ukrainian Prime Minister uh, Mikhailo Fedorov asked Elon on Twitter to activate satellites for use in Ukraine, to which Elon replied, Starlink service is now active in Ukraine. Yes, they are satellites. Uh, upon receiving the satellites, Fedorov thanked Elon again on Twitter. Probably the most effective charity to date. They, we've got so, the hold on. This yep. is another. Uh, this is another one. I okay. So if you look into this, it was, if I remember correctly, the majority of the direct expenditure was from USAID. There is some stuff that was thrown in from Starlink, though. And if I remember correctly, Starlink is planning to support them for longer than USAID paid for, etc., etc., etc. All right. Uh, lawsuit against the founder. Uh, the lawsuit was reversed. Martin Eberhard sued Elon for libel, slander, and breach of contract. It alleged that Elon pushed Eberhard out of the company. The case was probably settled. Nothing was publicly disclosed. Um, 
Okay, there's a bit of editorializing here, but it's not mine, so I'm going to go with it. Uh, Horst's guess is that probably Elon fired Eberhard because he was mad about not being in the limelight as much as the co-founder. Uh, there's a quote here from Elon. I'm not merely unmentioned in the New York Times coverage, but whereas Martin is actually referred to as the chairman. Okay. And we've got Elon's treatment of his family. So uh, I don't have a ton of respect for people who don't treat their family well. We don't have a ton of information about the kids other than that they have weird names that seem to be designed solely to get headlines. Um, the kind of attention-seeking behavior honestly strikes me as extremely childish, but that sort of is what it is. As for... Your ch kid a re weird name is like... As for the whole treatment of SOs, uh, Vanity Fair interview from March, Grimes complained about her poor living conditions. Um, like, bro wouldn't even get a new mattress. There was a hole in her side of the bed. Uh, he suggested they replace it with her mattress. Bro does not live like a billionaire. Uh, why do we live in this insecure $40,000 house where the neighbors like film us and there's no security and I'm eating peanut butter for eight days in a row? She does frequently speak positively of Elon, um, her admiration for his accomplishments, plans for Mars, electric cars, future of humanity, etc. Still seems to be content having him in her life. Uh, as for his first wife, seems to be much less fond, describes herself as a starter wife. Um, filed for divorce, then six weeks later got engaged to his second wife. That usually doesn't happen unless there was some kind of lead up to it. Um, Elon took very little time before trying to ensure she would not be able to have any impact on his wealth in the form of postnuptial agreements. That's cool. That's like, that's partnership. Um, I guess as someone who feels that a marriage is a partnership, I, I have zero respect for that kind of behavior. Um, he would apparently continuously criticize her, saying things like, if you were my employee, I would fire you. Um, <laughs> referred to her grief after losing their child to SIDS as emotionally manipulated, pressured Ooh. her to dye her hair more blonde. Um, Ooh, this, the SIDS one is really brutal. Yeah, there's just, I mean, again, this is all alleged. Um, but, you know, we've got... <sighs> anyway, back to the Twitter thing. So, yeah, I'm I'm not a fan. And you know what? You can be. But I don't have to be, and I'm not. My whole point on the clarifications, and honestly, just to be, like, completely real, this doesn't fully satisfy my my desire for clarifications. Like, so, a lot of these are, are still editorialized, as I would say. Like, the trapped kids thing. Yep, that's fair. That wasn't properly covered. The satellite thing was not properly covered, etc. Uh, well, thankfully, we have you here. Thank you, Luke. Yeah, hooray. Um, if you're going to attack people, you should just do it properly. That I'm not I'm not a fan. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not a fan of Elon. I, I had the same feedback for people back when Trump was president of the United States, mm -hmm. and people used to just say, like, oh, orange man bad. It's like, you're not you're not accomplishing anything. If anything, you're attacking that weekly is just like offering up you to be like parried mm -hmm. more aggressively. Like just if you're gonna if you're gonna go at them, just go for the throat. So it's better like that. It's better to yeah, better to clarify and be able to back up your statements. What so what do you think about the the attempt to purchase all of Twitter for forty three? It's not trillion, is it? Pretty trillion. sure that's a typo. Billion. 43 billion. Um, I find it... I find it deeply ironic that there is a certain... 
private subset of um of people that are looking for saviors from the elite and turn to figures like Donald Trump and or Elon Musk. The likes like yeah 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 for sure. These people's lives and experiences are nothing like yours. They are actually the elite. And if you are expecting someone who has so such disdain for the questions and commentary of others that they actually dissolved their press relations department <laughs> for Tesla so that they wouldn't have to answer uncomfortable questions. If you imagine that kind of thin-skinned individual is going to be some kind of champion for free speech or for the rights of the people, yeah. I, I don't follow you. I, I'm sorry, I can't go where you're going. I expected this type of stuff to to get in the dock as well, but there's there's examples of him trying to like squash or 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 at least heavily negatively reacting to free speech as well. Like there was some and uh this is fair. Are we gonna I, talk about the private jet tracker or something else? The private jet tracker is interesting. Sure is. But that isn't what I was gonna talk about. Um the private jet tracker guy, by the way, has has tweeted out talking about how like if Elon buys Twitter, he feels like he's gonna get banned. <laughs> um but there's there's other stuff. Like I, I should have prepared this for the show to make claims on it, but um there's like I, I believe there was a someone who wrote an article about Tesla that he didn't like. Uh but they had like pre-purchased a Model X or something, so he cancelled their order. And it's just like <laughs> like come on, man. Like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of examples of like ugh. Yeah. And like, man, <sighs> guys, I you know, I see comments like, well, who's gonna take on the elite other than the elite? Us. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone not the elite. Yeah, the elite are not gonna save you. Yeah. Replacing your 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 all-powerful god king with another all-powerful god king never worked for anyone. No. <laughs> Literally never worked. <laughs> it's it's bad news, dude. So, so um, you know, it's honestly it's it's hard for me. It's hard for me to fathom because sometimes I think he's playing 4D chess and other other times I think he's just well, there's, behaving there's... like an actual child and trolling people on the internet. So is he is this some kind of scheme to uh grossly increase the value of the 9. Point whatever percent stake that he already bought to make a quick buck? Is it Honestly, he does gamer moves like that all the time. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, could be that. Is it just to is it just to be in the headlines because as far as I can tell, he can't go 48 hours without just doing something so everybody's looking at him. There's I've seen some claims that there's other stuff going on with him. I don't know. Um, like things that he's doing at his different companies that are bad. I don't know. I'm not informed on this. And that he's trying to make splashes with this Twitter thing to distract from it. I don't know. Um, dude, uh, dude uses social media stuff for, for super gamer moves. So yep, I would be very sus of like, <laughs> I mean, you should just be really suspicious of anything that anyone with that amount of power does ever. People like boosting stocks is illegal. Yeah, so was not disclosing in the correct amount of time that he had acquired the stake that he had acquired before. But this, this is like, this is what I'm talking about. 
where for some reason that kind of white collar criminality doesn't get prosecuted. You know, you have someone literally take $300 out of the out of the cash register of a convenience store and they are going to the slammer. Oh yeah. Uh, and 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 so they should. It's traumatic for the staff and 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 like it's a it's a crime. That it's a crime. But then, you know, you you manipulate the value of a stock. You don't disclose that you're buying large amounts of it. So th this is what happened. He didn't disclose correctly that he was acquiring quietly behind the scenes a vast amount of Twitter stock and then disclosed it after he was supposed to and was like, boom, I have it all now. And what typically happens if you're not stealthy about it, which you're not allowed to be, is as a high profile figure acquiring a bunch of stock that gets in the headlines and it drives the price up. So what he did is he saved himself a bunch of money at the expense of all the people that he bought from. And then he announces it was the price spikes. Right. Yeah. One of my favorite ones is just like, and this is speaking as a Canadian before the Americans get all spicy. Um, as far as I can tell, just Western countries in general, uh, politicians being able to track their stock portfolios. I've heard, uh, I haven't looked into this directly, but I've heard that Wall Street Bets has started tracking uh, like politicians' investments and finding that it's like, hey, if we just follow them, <laughs> you get really rich. <laughs> because you'll see, they'll make like weird moves, right? And then some information will be publicized and then it's like, oh, I guess they knew ahead of everyone else. So they made like investment stuff based on it. <laughs> it's so brutal. The fact that that's just like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> it's like, what? Ever short of infinity, careful. This comment says, saying you should go to jail for stealing a candy bar is the hottest take Linus has ever had. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said you would. I also said it was $300 from the cash register, which implies that someone was coerced into giving it to you. It's not a candy which bar. Which is a really big deal. Yeah. So it's not a candy bar. I didn't say you should. I said you would. <laughs> so real, real careful. I, I've had a lot of words put into my mouth over the last little bit here. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, I think that um, the whole thing is a stupid publicity stunt, personally. Um, I, I, I don't... Uh, I don't... Yeah, I've... I'm, I'm very... I'm much more interested in this than any other story that I've heard that's highly related to this lately because I feel like I almost have personal investment in just watching Twitter burn because I hate the platform. That's fair. And if like there's a bunch of people posting like, if he buys it, we should all leave. And I'm like, please buy it then. Because <laughs> if everyone just leaves, I would be stoked. Yeah, can we can can I can I can I have a hot take though here? That's sort of it's related to what you were talking about before, politicians and investments. Yeah. How is that a thing? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, honestly. Don't know. Honestly. Right? Left? Centrist? I don't care. It's all the... It's everyone. We should all agree that that should not be... Like, how is that... How is it open for debate? That yeah. if you are able to affect the policies that affect the valuation of these companies, that that is a clear conflict of interest. Genuinely inside information on how things are going to be affected. Even like I'm, I'm just a lowly media tech media peon 
And and I'm sitting here going, you know, yes, I I own zero stake. I made an exception for framework. Whether they succeed in their mission, I don't know. I explained my whole reasoning for it, but that was an utterly exceptional circumstance. That should not be the norm. Like, I shouldn't be just running around buying AMD shares, even if I know that it's going to crush it. Like, man, do you know how often I look at what happened to AMD's shares after I made that video being like, you should buy AMD stock? I am not a financial advisor, but you should probably buy AMD stock right now. Like, or I, like, I think I said, I wish I could buy it or something like that. Like, I knew where they were heading because just as someone who follows the industry closely, I knew that nobody else had anything for at least two years. And I know that a lot of the time, stock number go up because of just good news. And so I yeah. knew it was going to be a, an endless parade of good news for AMD. And I knew there was going to be at least a solid six to 18 months of bad news for Intel that was going to just make them go like this. And they, they, I think they tripled or something like that in that time. I'm sitting here going, <sighs> have some freaking restraint, you people. <laughs> yeah. Like whether we're talking Nancy Pelosi or oh man, who was that? Yeah, it's both sides of the aisle. It's particularly not, egregious not like a, uh, one on the right. I can't remember. Well, it doesn't matter. This this is it's like brutal trading on inside political government information in order to make tons of money is a they bipartisanly seem to agree that they want to do that. Like when you look at like the people that have been uh, successful at trading, it's bo it's both colors. It's it's absolutely red and blue all over the place. It's uh it's interesting. Anyways. Getting pretty off topic here. Yeah, I'm just mad. Yeah, me too. Okay, let's talk about something else. Let's let's do some merch messages. Let's let's talk about how I made some money. Like actually, you know, producing something that's of value, not just manipulating people's fears and sentiment about, you know, their gambling stocks. Dogecoin. <laughs> Doge! Doge to the moon! <laughs> I own no Dogecoin. No. Zero. Me neither. Hit me, Dan. Uh, we have, oh, we have a we have a stand-in producer today. Yeah. Yeah, well, first one's about paint. Ready to talk about paint? I'm ready to talk about paint some more. Paint. Are there really 22 incoming ones? I can't keep up. You can't keep up? What are people... What's going on today? It's not, Holy crap! What the heck? My first time doing March messages. There were two messages in between when I said, holy crap, and there's another them. one now. I can't read them fast enough. There's another one. Please help. There are new orders. There's another one. There are new orders coming in every two days. There's another one. This has been the whole time. I thought this was what Bell dealt with. What the, the whole, hell is the happening? Uh, okay, you know what? No, you stay, uh, on, you stay on the incoming I? ones. Yeah, okay, yeah, I've got uh, a pitch for you. I've got a pitch for you before we do this. Yeah. What about flamethrowers? Uh, uh, <laughs> Got him. <laughs> ah, so good. All right. That sounds boring to me. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Uh, what am I looking at here? This is from Anonymous. Hey, love the work you guys are doing against Russia. <laughs> it's not that enough. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Linus, the SO and I recently bought a new house and we're looking to repaint. Neither of us love eggshell. I was wondering if there are any other color slash brands that you would recommend. Okay, common misconception. Eggshell is not a color. 
because eggs actually come in many different colors depending on the kind of chicken that they get pooped out of. Not actually poo, but poo can get on them. Um, <laughs> eggshell is a sheen. It's a surface finish. And the reason it's called eggshell is because it has a little bit of texture, kind of like an egg, and it ha catches the light. It has a little bit of shine like an egg. And the reason that eggshell is good for walls is that it is a good balance between scattering the light that hits it, which reduces like hot spots, like shiny spots, like you would see on a semi-gloss or a high gloss. Um, and because of the bumpliness, it hides surface imperfections. And because of the slight um, gloss to it, 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 has more, more, it has more resin that sits on the surface. So it's more likely that you are going to be able to scrub it without doing damage to either the finish because it's inherently kind of bumpy and uneven or to the wall or like the paint adhesion in total. So that's why, that's why eggshell is good for walls. Your eggshell paint can be in any tint or color that you like. So don't worry about, don't sweat the color. Go pick a color, put eggshell on your walls. Okay. That's what you want to okay. do. New idea. New what? pitch. <laughs> yeah. Hear me out. You call it a flamethrower, but it's mini and you just use it to, to work with heat shrink tubing and it's, it's just a lighter. <laughs> I, I kind of need one of those actually. I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's actually not that far off a product that I wanted to develop for LTT store. I wanted to make, uh, and it's 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 on the it's on the list. But I want to make a like a handheld torch for lighting candles, but that also has like a secondary trigger that just like is like a blower. So you can put it out. Yeah, so it's like a lighter and blower, and because yeah. I just want it next to my bath, so when I light my scented candles for my bath, because I'm a chick like that. Um, he makes the candles himself. I, it, They're actually pretty nice. Like I'm not even like I'm not throwing shade. He does a pretty good job. I kind of get. I'm kind of an. I'm learning to be an enthusiast. Here, yeah. Okay? Yeah. And by the way, on his candle tips. Okay, guys, can I just please make it very clear for the people to whom it was not already that when I'm like oh, I'm a chick like that, I am parodying. I it's satire. I'm making fun of toxic masculinity. Okay. Thank you. Carry on. I th oh, that was the pitch. I think I was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, like a I little, like it. Yeah. Just in the shape of a flamethrower. Yeah, for sure. I'm into it. Yeah. Max asks, does buying an LTT store gift card help LTT's cash flow, or are there additional barriers we as viewers don't see? Seems like an alternative to pre-ordering, since funds can be used towards any product. Max, did you just spend a thousand dollars? Whoa, what? To buy one eggshell t-shirt and four and four two hundred fifty dollar gift cards so i actually <laughs> i actually don't know how it works one moment please holy crap i need to call nick light <laughs> for a second i was like oh no merch message is glitched out <laughs> uh nick you're on speaker on the wan show okay so i know that uh, gift cards do not show up on my sale report in the Shopify dashboard. Does that mean Shopify holds the gift card money, or do they send it to us? Uh, I believe that they hold it until it's used. Okay, so then uh, if people just like buy a bunch of gift cards, that does not help our cash flow. No. 
Okay. Um, use a bunch of gift cards to help our cash flow. I see. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to let Max S here know that it was a really good effort. Good thought. Um, should tell him how much. And yeah, so uh, poor Max bought $1,000 in gift cards to try and help us out with screwdriver and backpack cash flow. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. Thanks, Nick. Okay. Okay. All right. See you later. Okay. Um. <clears throat> hmm. Uh, right. So, Max, if you if you want to send a ticket to support, we'd be happy to refund that for you. Um, to. Hmm. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty beneficial for Shopify to hold on to the gift. Yeah, card. that's actually kind of BS. Yeah. Wow. Like, what happens if people never spend the gift card? Do they just keep fucking keep it? I don't know. I kind of want to figure that out now. That's kind of wild. <laughs> Why don't we do a couple more before we uh, before we do our sponsor spots? Zachary asks, "What's the hardest choice you made when building LME, LM, the LMG slash flow plane that you can tell us about?" Hardest choice. Jeez. I can think of like a lot of very big yeah. choices. Hardest choice. I mean, I think probably one of the hardest choices that I ever made was buying this building. That's what I that's what I expected it was going to be was the first building. That was such a leap. I was I, I as far as I could tell, I was going into debt for 10 years. Yeah. Um I literally remember that conversation. Spoiler alert, we crushed it in like one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks guys. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I remember sitting down and having a conversation where you were like, "Oh. Like oh, I know we need this to grow, but like oh, I don't know about being under debt for for a decade yeah. over a building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it worked out. Yeah, it was okay. What about you? Oh, wow. Um, I'm going with taking a job at a company that probably has no future whatsoever, but you feel free and let me know if it's a different one. Yeah, I know. That's, I mean, that's, that was it. I, I like, uh, I was doing really well in school. I had, yeah. I had recruiters on me already. Yeah, taking this job was undercutting the amount that the recruiters wanted to pay me. By like, and it was like way less stable, and yeah, by a lot as yeah, well. Yeah, we know. But it just it seemed so much more interesting, and it was, and I'm very happy that I did it. But like, I'm the, glad too. And honestly, oh. <laughs> I don't. It, I, I don't know if I can say it was that hard. I think like telling my parents was harder than actually making the choice. Oh, I remember your parents' level yeah. of impress being extremely <laughs> yeah. low. <laughs> now it's very high. They're both super stoked. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Luke's parents and I, we're, we're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like... I still, I can't even say it on the show, but I still remember what my dad said. You probably remember what my dad said. <laughs> Why don't you just say it on the show? I'd have to bleep it. Uh, okay, I'll try and time it. I'm I'm just, I'm still going to say it short. I'm just going to say the letter. Sure. Just in case. Um, after like a little bit of silence, being like, okay, just don't ask it up. <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> your, your, your dad's so supportive. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Um, I mean, for both of them, like at that point in time, they were helping me quite a bit financially. Yep. Um, and, and like I was, I was close to 
finishing school, but I was <laughs> no. leaving and they had helped me financially for like a while at this point. <sighs> so I was effectively throwing away a pretty significant amount of their investment and calling them on the phone to be like, yeah, I'm going to YOLO this YouTube thing, dude. <laughs> so the fact that they weren't like more negative about it was really cool. And then very quickly, yeah. like once they, I guess, understood more about it, because for a long time, it was just like this thing I did to help fund my schooling. Yeah. And now they're like, oh, wait, what? Once, once it yeah. started becoming more of a thing, they were very quickly on board. Um, like my mom was full on board when we were still in the in the house. Right. So like like they were yeah, they were I mean by then by then we like were hiring more people yeah. and we like actually had recurring revenue and I mean, stuff. Okay, so no, that's not fair. They were both on board before then as well. I don't know if you remember, but my brother and my mom helped us move. That's true. Out they of your did. garage to the yeah. I remember so that. It didn't take them that long. Yeah, Luke's parents are super yeah. cool. Yeah, his yeah. whole family is super cool. Yeah. Um I was once threatened by one of his relatives with a knife. Oh man, have we told we've probably told that story. Right? We have told the story, but yeah. even then super cool. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a significant amount of land between those two but people. Like man, I still I still I don't remember the words you said cuz it's just kind of not the way my memory works, but I still remember the tone of your voice when you it felt like you just, you really needed reassurance when you told me that you had told your parents <laughs> yeah. that we were doing this. Yeah. It was like, you really needed to hear me say, this is going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. And at yeah. that time, I didn't really know the answer because we None had really locked did. down the ownership of the LTT channel from yeah. NCIX yet. Yeah. I and remember I having already committed and knowing you were down the hall because I like lived with you at this point, updating your LinkedIn because you weren't sure if we were going to get the channel. <laughs> I'm like, this is bad. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever talked about Hey, that. I did tell you, though, that wherever I went, I would try to take I know. you with me. I know. I'm, I'm just like, yeah, I made it clear that like <laughs> Luke was part of the package. Yeah, you so... had my back. You had my back. I'm not saying you didn't have my back. I'm just saying in that situation, that was a very... I'm sure you remember that was a very doom and gloom because I mean it I don't think either of us were that convinced we were going to get the channel. Well we certainly weren't sure. Yeah. I, there was some there was some drama around me trying to poach another NCIX employee that almost submarined the whole deal. Yeah. Submarine torpedo. Torpedo. <laughs> Jeez. Son of a submariner. Um <laughs> some of you'll get it. Yeah. So, so I was actually creating this LinkedIn profile. Look at this picture. It was the only somewhat professional-looking picture of me that existed. <laughs> and the only reason it looked professional is because the cheesy slogan T-shirt that I'm wearing was cropped out. <laughs> I mean, I literally put my high school on here because what am I going to say? That I flunked out of UBC? You know what's great? It's you know, there's that whole stereotype or that whole, um, that whole, um, I don't know, trope, right? Where uh, startup founders, uh, like like startup people quit school. But I flunked out. Luke quit, like what, a year from completion? Something like that. Okay, Ed was the worst. <laughs> Because as far as I remember, is he still here? Oh, I wish he was still here in the office to tell the story. It's terrible, okay? Ed was like one half of a semester from completion. He actually started working for us on like a uh, like a school uh, a school endorsed 
like a work study like program yeah. like for credits and then he literally as far as i can tell just never went back and stopped replying to emails <laughs> <laughs> why did you people have so much faith in me i don't know dude. did i look like i knew what i was doing <laughs> A lot of the stories from that time, like trying to trying to recall them, like this was the same with the mountain story. Like when I was talking about the lightning, it yeah. doesn't feel real. And then I, I, I like pick up some evidence. Like after watching, after I told that story about the lightning, I said it was really close. Yeah. And in my head, I was like 30 feet ish. But then I'm like, that doesn't sound real. I can't say that. And then I went back and I watched some of those old videos. And there's Austin who was with me at the time talking about how close it was at that time because it's on film yeah. and i'm like oh my goodness my memory was actually correct <laughs> that's insane <laughs> oh, another thing i want to bring this up now before i forget it yeah if you you mentioned the old shirt that you had on for the linkedin profile yeah if you google ltt store on the sidebar it comes up with uh linus sebastian canadian youtuber like your your like wikipedia page yeah and then it's just this picture of this really old picture of you wearing your old badminton shirt. The yes. like everyday badminton Every shirt. Every day I'm shuttling. Yeah. And then if you if you click images, I don't know why I did this. If you click images, it's like almost all just like you wearing very little clothes. <laughs> like so many of the results are just partially, partially nude lines. <laughs> By the way, this is amazing. Oh man, what is that? <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's actually really funny. Oh no! All right, um, what, what, what are we supposed to be talking about right now? I don't remember. Uh, oh, I'm really enjoying the show today. I'm having a great time. Uh, the store. Oh, the show is brought to you by. Thanks to New Relic for sponsoring today's show. If you're a software engineer, I know you've been here. It's 9 p.m., you're finally unwinding from work, when suddenly your phone buzzes with an alert. Something's broken, and your mind's already racing about what could be wrong. Is it the network? Is it the cloud provider? Did I introduce a bug in my last deploy? Now the whole team's scrambling from tool to tool and messaging person after person to find and fix the issue. But that won't happen if you get New Relic. New Relic combines 16 different monitoring products that you'd normally buy separately, so engineering teams can see across their entire software stack in one place. More importantly, you can pinpoint issues down to the line of code so you know exactly why the problem happened and can resolve it quickly. That's why the dev and ops teams at DoorDash, GitHub, Epic Games, and more than 14,000 other companies use New Relic to debug and improve their software. Whether you run a cloud-native startup or a Fortune 500 company, it takes just five minutes to set up New Relic in your environment. The next 9 p.m. call is just waiting to happen. Get New Relic before it does. You can get access to the whole New Relic platform and 100 gigs of data free forever, no credit card required, by signing up at newrelic.com slash WAN. That's N-E-W-R-E-L-I-C dot com slash W-A-N. Newrelic.com slash WAN. Thanks to FreshBooks for also sponsoring today's show. When building a business you're passionate about, it's easy to feel like there aren't enough hours in the day. And if you're doing all the invoicing and accounting on your own, you're probably spending time on work that you don't love. FreshBooks is built for business owners like you. It's the all-in-one accounting software that saves entrepreneurs and freelancers up to 11 hours a week. That's 11 hours you can spend nailing a client pitch, serving your customers, or honing your craft. From building, sending, and following up on invoices, to tracking and managing expenses, to processing online payments. 
FreshBooks automates and simplifies all the tough and annoying parts of running your own business. It's super easy to get up and running, and the award-winning FreshBooks support team is always available to answer questions. Try FreshBooks free for 30 days, no credit card required, by going to freshbooks.com slash WAN. What will you do with 11 more hours each week? What do you want to talk about next? I, I found that very interesting because we use literally every single one of those. I know, right? <laughs> that was one heck of a sponsor rack. Um, it's like, why do we even bother exchanging money? Yeah, just like, <laughs> yeah. Let's just simplify this process. <laughs> kind of tax inefficient. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Honda because this. Yeah, Honda. I'm annoyed. Um, you guys kick yourself. Yeah. 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 I, agree. I mean. You know, I talk a lot about anti-consumer behavior from Tesla because Tesla kind of is their own worst enemy when it comes to making headlines for being complete jackasses to their customers. But that doesn't mean that I am any more tolerant of it when anybody else does it. And this is not cool. This was posted on The Drive. Okay. Honda orders big takedown of Honda-related 3D printing models from maker communities. We're not just talking things that for which there exists a Honda exact part or things with Honda logos on them or things with even Honda, the word Honda as part of, you know, where you could make an argument that it's against their trademark, you know, in their font or whatever. They took down everything from stuff, anything that was compatible with a Honda. And Honda can quite frankly eat a gigantic fucking dick. Like that is not cool. I really hope that like throughout all of these communities, people are able to uh, compile together all of these different files and just like throw them up somewhere and let people download them. Um, like, because like that's, this drives me nuts. A lot of the parts were even just compatible. There was no first party other solution. So you're just taking all this work that people well, have also, done it, it, to it, make your product better. Yeah. And you're like, why? <laughs> to what end? So rough. Annoying too, because that's the parent company of my car. And I've been holding off getting a different car. I, can't, I shouldn't say new car, because I have no real interest in buying a new car. But I've been holding off uh, updating my car, because I really like my car. So I would want just like a newer, more electrified version, right? But now, uh, ugh, I don't really want to support this. So now... No, this is extremely, extremely anti-consumer behavior. There is no excuse. No excuse. I don't even care. Someone in full plane chat mentioned Streisand effect. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of saying is like, I, I hope people bring together all these files and keep pushing them in other ways uh, that Honda's not as easily able to take down. And I hope more people use them. And more people either repair their cars or add features or do whatever. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to stay angry. Why, next topic? Yep. What is it? Insteon's gone. So Okay, yeah, what? This is a huge problem in IoT. Now, Insteon was not one of the biggest brands in the space by any stretch of the imagination, but they were a home automation uh, brand that made hubs, switches, uh, lights. Basically, they are gone. The system status still says online, which I guess is hilarious, but they have essentially shut off their servers. Uh, everyone's hubs are offline. Um, and yes, right here from Simulane on Reddit, 
This is the problem with having a single provider for the entire technology stack. And this is why I was so angry about having any kind of cloud integration for anything in my home, because you cannot guarantee to me that you will still be around in a year, 10 years, 100 years. Homes do not just, you don't replace them. You upgrade them, you repair them, certainly, but you don't just replace them. It's a very different mentality when you are buying something to integrate into your home versus when you are, you know, buying a, a, essentially more of a consumable, like a consumer electronic device or a, or a couch, things that actually do tend to be replaced every so often. Like, I don't mind if a piece of cutting-edge technology, like a television, um, you know, has some kind of uh, change in its... Cert actually, no, that makes me pretty angry, too, because we had that whole situation around Nintendo closing the, uh, the Wii U shop, as well as... Uh, which was the other one they and closed like TVs at the same inserting time. ads and, okay, and like weird stuff like that. Inserting ads, changing the experience, yeah, that sucks. But killing the functionality after the fact, this is why an entire generation of gaming experiences is not going to exist for the people that come after. Yeah. And it it's just... It's extremely frustrating. Yeah, yeah. The Zifu over on Twitch says, I got an error code on one of the controllers for my heated floors. Past service, got an error that says replace the unit past serviceable age. Unreal. So no, everything needs to be locally controlled so that the worst case scenario is that you can keep running whatever software you had, bugs and all. That has to be the worst case scenario. So rip Insteon. I'm really frustrated that this yeah, is that happening, sucks. but you know... Every, I'm not the only one who called it. This this is what happens when comp every company creates proprietary crap that only works with their own proprietary crap. Speaking of which, uh, do you know how, how many times Brandon's Model X has been back to Tesla? No. Like three. And they wanted like $900 for some stupid thing. He wants to do like a whole video about it. Just like the the joys of electric ownership. Like three Whoa. years later, how how glad am I that I spent this much money on this car? Um, because like, man, most most uh, service centers like won't touch them. Really? In other anti-consumer news, Tim Cook hates sideloading. Tim Cook delivered a key the keynote speech what? at the Global Privacy Summit in Washington D.C. And his mo he mostly highlighted Apple's privacy features and their ongoing fight to protect privacy. This is a quote. As a company, we're profoundly inspired by what technology can make possible, but we know too that the technology is neither inherently good nor inherently bad. It is what we make of it. It is a mirror that reflects the ambitions of the people who use it, the people who build it, and the people who regulate it. He's good script writers. Um, or speech writer. I guess technically it's a speech, not a script. It's a script of a speech. He also highlighted Apple's features that give users control over their data, like the app tracking transparency. He is against proposed regulations that would diminish these features and expose users to privacy and security risks. Here in Washington and elsewhere, said Cook, policymakers are taking steps in the name of competition that would force Apple to let apps onto iPhone that circumvent the App Store through a process called sideloading, said Cook. This means data-hungry companies would be able to avoid our privacy rules and once again track our users against their will. It would also potentially give bad actors a way around the comprehensive security protections we have put in place, putting them in direct contact with our users. If we are forced to let unvetted apps onto iPhone, the unintended consequences will be profound, 
warned Cook. And when we see that, we feel an obligation to speak up and ask policymakers to work with us to advance goals that I truly believe we share without undermining privacy in the process. Boy, it definitely has nothing to do with how much money they make having a monopoly on software sold on their mobile pl mobile platform. Yeah, because there's other solutions here. Right. Oh, absolutely. Treating it like this is the only possible solution to completely have no barriers whatsoever to malware on the iPhone. Do you imagine for a second that Apple is going to just be like, okay, yeah, well, you know what? Let's go. I'll take you three steps further. We're going full root access to everything. Here we go, boys. Like con considering, okay, two things. Not only does the App Store take a cut, which is the main thing that people only ever talk about, because honestly, the other one is is not that big of a deal. Yeah. But they also take a fee to be on the platform at all. Sure do. Um, I would be much more okay with it if like if we had to handle the the uh, the uploading of the files to the to the users, all this other type of type of stuff, and they just ensured that it was all privacy okay. Right. And then maybe we have to list it on the app store or whatever. But um, we pay this fee it gets a privacy check mark from them and then we have to handle everything yeah, certification else. process or something I'll be fine with that sure. that's an easy workaround you don't want to do that though because your whole actual point is just to make sure you keep getting your cut <laughs> and that it doesn't get eroded it's extremely transparent dude man you, stop trying you've seen the whole thing where apple like claims they don't know how much they make on the app store oh yeah and jaden just brought this up too you have to use a mac to develop for them like dude <laughs> it's brutal oh, oh. Oh, there's a there's a thing I'm supposed to there's a thing I'm supposed to uh, show. Where's uh, where is it? Mm -hmm. There's another LTT store thing I forgot about. I need your guys's I need your guys' opinion. Ask the audience about the duvets, Linus. The duvets. We are working on the bed ripper. So it's actually inspired by um, like green PCB green and CPU pin gold. So if you look really closely, we can't get in close enough. It's shaped like the pads on the bottom of an LGA CPU. Here, do you want to just look at mine? Sure. There you go. And we've got a couple of different colorways. This one is actually uh, more like it's the same uh, pin. It's the same pin shape for this design. It increases in size or decreases in size and density in order to uh, get this kind of this pixely uh gradiently kind of thing. So we want to hear from you guys. Uh which ones do you like? Do you like the the more CPU colored one or would you prefer something that's a little more monochromatic and more likely to match um yes, Jaden. Other this is, this is how you get your the other decor. Um yeah, I don't know. I would say Stropple it, but that didn't exactly work out that great for yeah, us. Yeah, is there a better I I Why is Stropple crappy now? I don't know. I think Twitch implemented their own polling thing. And I think Twitch was the main reason why people use straw polls. So maybe there's like something else now. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm, you know what? I'm going to give them one more try. I'm going to give them one more chance. And then if this sucks and doesn't work, then we will we will just have to move on. People are telling me to make my own straw poll. We've been thinking about making a polling thing. Um but there's honestly just so oh, shoot, much else for us to do right Oop, now. There we go. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. So I'm dumping that into the chat. YouTube chat is moving pretty fast, but guys, go ahead and take a crack at trying to click on one of these. <laughs> in the meantime, uh, why don't we jump into our... Oh, oh, in the meantime, we should definitely do some more merch messages. 
Uh, there are not too many curated ones, which is good. And it looks like Dan, are you in? Are you in slightly better under control shape over there? Yeah, I think it calmed down, which is always nice. Okay, do you want to want to read us a few? Yeah, sure. Had a conversation with a bud a few times. How do you feel about using Chinese smartphones from brands that send user data to China or have in the past? Uh, Blue, Xiaomi, uh, OnePlus, Huawei, uh, that sort of thing. Huawei. Huawei. Yeah. Huawei. <laughs> uh, do you care at all? Is it better than Google? Um, okay. So I, as a non-Chinese citizen and as someone who doesn't really have to go to China, um, to me, sending my information to the Chinese government is frankly, not really that different than sending my information to the American government. I think the Chinese government has made it very clear that they can and will use citizens' data against them. Uh, there's some very alarming footage coming out of China right now. Um, they're, they're, if their authoritarianism was not apparent before for some reason, I think it's pretty clear now. Uh, how they intend to use the information that they harvest from their citizens. Um, but as a non-citizen, I, I don't really see what difference it makes if they know what apps I'm using on my phone or whatever the case may be. So for me personally, no, I don't care. I don't especially want to benefit the, CCC, uh, the CCP in any way. But someone said CCCP, you know, the codec pack. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I don't want to benefit them in any way, but I... I have other reasons for not using those brands of Chinese phones. Just generally speaking, I find that their Android skins like kind of suck and they tend to be a China first experience preloaded with apps that I don't care about, some of which aren't necessarily removable. So that's where I'm at on that. We have another update from Max here who spent more money uh, to tell you that there's no ticket needed because uh, it's no difference buying now or later. Uh, the first order was to funnel money to you. Thank you for answering his question. <laughs> Thanks, Max. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hit me again. Uh, uh, this one's from Andrew. Any plans for more streams with other LMG team members? Uh, service was pretty entertaining. As for my friend Mythos, turkey bacon is better than regular bacon. Turkey bacon is amazing. Have you tried turkey bacon? No. Oh, it's so good. Plans for more streams. Sarah's, yeah, Sarah's was great. It's... It's something that I think we absolutely should and could do more of, but it's not something that's on our radar right now just because, man, are there ever a lot of balls in the air at the moment with the labs coming. By the way, uh, we're pushing that another week. I'm so sorry. Next week, I promise, for real. Okay, so also, we've been working with this uh, startup company to do the call for this. Uh, and they they like walked me through how it should work and everything. It's, very, it's an extremely streaming friendly calling service uh and it i think it's going to be great we'll have to try it first to see uh but every single week they're like hey are we doing it this week we're all ready <laughs> we're all ready to go we're oh, excited no. to like to see it go live and then i'm just like uh no <laughs> sorry guys next week <laughs> we're working on it <laughs> oh man okay it'll happen it'll happen uh do you want more yeah keep keep hitting me Sure. Uh, this one's from Nick. I live out in the woods in the southern U.S. and my internet is less than three megabits per second on a good day. There's no major ISPs in the area. Any way possibly to get decent internet speeds? Uh, no hotspots either. Probably not. No. No. Nah. I mean, Starlink. 
Like that's a good yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's about as good as it's going to get, unfortunately. Also, you mentioned woods and you mentioned bacon. Uh, mm. If you go camping in BC and you go past a indigenous ran gas station, it's pretty common that they'll have bacon there. It's like incredible every really? single time. Yeah. Wow. I'm yeah. gonna have to try it's that. It's actually amazingly good. Just a just a recommendation if you come by BC and you're going camping. It's like you, you get a bag on the way there, and you get a bag on the way back. It's great. <laughs> it's worth it both ways. Oh, this one's uh, this one's kind of exciting. It's from Matt. Hey, Linus, Luke, and Bell. I'll have to let him know. I work for ASML. Uh, we supply. Sorry, I keep getting messages here. Yes, supply... I know who ASML is. Hi, you have my attention. We sorry, supply lithography machines. Uh, have you heard of Samsung or Intel? I've been chatting with Bell about this already, but I was curious to be interested in touring our factories. I mean, does a bear shit in the woods? <laughs> well, there's bacon there, apparently. So, um, Yeah, I meant jerky. I don't know why I said... Yeah. Yes, I and my audience would be quite interested, in fact, in uh, uh, seeing ASML's facilities. Drag him there personally. <laughs> yeah, uh, there, there's absolutely no way that I would that I would give up the opportunity to go check that out. Um, all right. Oh, shoot. I accidentally, I accidentally moved a merch message that was thanking me for guiding them on their Phenom 1055T overclock. Hey, no problem. Hey, Apparently that machine served them go. for 10 years. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Nice. All right, they're coming in pretty uh, pretty heavy now. So, Dan, I'm going to let you deal with the incoming. Thank you very much. And I'll switch to going through the curated ones. Yeah, Andrew sure. asked, are you still happy with your security camera setup? Will you be having a similar setup in the new home? Yes, I will have a similar setup. It will all be not on the cloud. Thank you, Ubiquity, for not having subscription fees or uh, cloud access unless I authorize it um, for any of my security stuff. Uh, by the way, we are hope we were hoping to have Ubiquity come on and talk about that lawsuit against the blogger. Um, it looks like, for legal reasons, that might be a bit of a challenge. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So all we're going to have to do is, like I said, I love the products. I love the mission. Uh, I, I am hoping for the best. When that is all resolved, I'm I'm hoping they come away clean. I just don't like the optics right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, before you do more of these, there's a couple more topics that I feel like we should probably touch on. Are you getting through these because you have to go? I do have to go. Okay, got it. Ian says, I found out you ride as well. How's the new backpack fit on the motorcycle? Good. For for my body type and for my bike. I have a street bike. Bram says, hey, Linus, with three kids and running LMG Floatplane Creator Warehouse, how do you keep yourself mentally sane with the life you're living and giving it everything you have? Do you think your lifestyle is sustainable? Thanks for all the videos. And There might have been more to this, but it got cut off. Um, I have a lot of help, guys. Like That's the thing. It's like... Luke runs Floatplane. I don't run, I don't run Floatplane. Yay. Nick runs Creator Warehouse. I don't run Creator Warehouse. Yeah. Right? Like, what about LMG? Like, we've got we've got Yvonne and Colton. We've got James. We've got uh just we've got Ed. We've got all of these people who are running these departments. Um, if anything, I actually think the team has really stepped up in a big way in the last six months to make my life way more manageable. I mean, there's always going to be crazy days. We did a collab with Call Me Chris yesterday where I was, there's 400 minutes of footage and I was in front of the camera for probably 11 hours. It's a challenging day for sure. Like, it's not like I'm, you know, not still, not still going for it, but guys, I have a ton of support and, you know, I have to give myself 
um, and Yvonne credit for building a team to support us for having the foresight to do that. But that doesn't take anything away from the actual efforts of the people actually doing it. Uh, this is not, it's not just me. And yeah, I, I, think, I think that what I'm doing is sustainable for some time. I'm excited. I'm actually really pumped right now. Uh, screwdriver, backpack, some of the other products that we have coming, labs. Um, we, you know, I think I read a comment on Floatplane that really it hit me so hard that I I blasted it out to the entire company, uh, calling what we've been doing lately the golden age of LTT. And considering how many times I've seen our community claim that we are in the golden age, I, honestly, I'm energized. I'm starting to feel like the golden age never ends. Golden decade. Like, wh why why stop here? Yeah. Why don't we just make it more golden? Yeah. Bring on the Xbox controllers. <laughs> that maybe, might not maybe, have been golden maybe age. Maybe no more content. of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready, boys. Uh, Anonymous says, "What part of the tech space really needs more competition to create better products and more innovation?" Man, CPU, GPU looking pretty good right now. Mm. What else we got? I feel like Printers. I've had this thought. Printers. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. I feel like I've had this thought recently, but I can't remember what. Man, there's so much competition, even like streaming gear now. Like, I mean, I'd say that I'd say that the Linux community is underserved still in a in a big way, but I'm expecting that to change with Steam Deck taking off the way that it is. Man, where do we? Where, what really needs to improve? Uh, I swear, I had the thought of like, so and so is using this thing because yeah. it is the only option. I feel like I had that thought in the last like week, but I can't remember what it was. VR headsets is one from VR headsets, uh, disco, definitely. Disco to be completely honest, yeah. E ink display stuff says laddie. Okay, yeah, that's I think pretty good. I think the VR headsets thing though, I think we're still not completely not there. crap tablets. Yeah, it's hard for there to be any more competition. Amazon is so dominant in the cheap tablet space. Yeah, monitors. There's a lot of great monitors out there, you know? I feel like monitors are doing pretty good. Yeah. There's a lot of innovation in monitors yeah. right now. Man, cutie OLED. <gasps> uh, Zachary. Hey, Linus. Any update on the emulator video? I'm wondering if you got into soft mods like playing PS2 games over Ethernet. Okay. Uh, we are doing our, like, part one legal emulation video. We actually, Anthony and I shot the first half of it right before I came over here for WAN show. We're going to finish that up on uh, probably Tuesday. And then Anthony is going to be working on the follow-up where we are going to, we're going to pirate Switch games, but not pirate. Ha ha. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. We are absolutely still doing it. Uh, Donald says, oh, we regret to inform you we never received payment for our services. Please send $69,420 to the address attached to this order. Haha, -ha, I will not fall for your wire fraud again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's go ahead and click show there. I think that's it for the merch messages today. Thank you guys very much for tuning in to The WAN Show. Thank you very much for your support. I'm actually really curious to know what did better today. What do you think did better? Egg. Oh, hold on. One Nick Light. Oh, we didn't. We never checked back on the poll. That's probably what he's calling about. Thank you, Nick. What about I, the printout? I, um, Photocopy. The poll. Hey. Hey, are you guys still? We are. We are still live, uh, but just barely. What's up? 
Oh, um, somebody tweeted at me, so I felt we should correct the record. Apparently, we do get the payout for the gift card at the time that it's sold. It's just not listed in literally anything except the actual payout report, which you or I never really look at. So um, oh. apparently, we do get that money. So, yeah. Rock on! That seems a lot more correct. Okay, yeah. okay. hey, makes, thanks. It makes way more sense. Yeah. I, you know, I never looked that deep into it. So, correcting the record. Thanks, Nick. All right, bye-bye. Cool. Let's go ahead and have a look at what the audience thinks. Black and white winning by uh, a solid 18% according to this deeply flawed system. So we'll see. uh, We'll we'll see. So let's see. Let's see what won. Okay. Can I get a bet? What won? The eggs or the waffles? (laughs) I don't... I think I'll go with egg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 The uh, the bleeping eggshell. I would wear this one. It's doing solid. But I, for the memes, you got to bet on the memes. For the memes, yeah. always bet on memes. Yeah. <laughs> Doge to the moon. <laughs> I don't own any Doge. I don't no, own any Doge. I have either. no intention to take a position in Doge. No. Thank you very much. I will take a position in thanking you for tuning into the show and telling you I'll see you again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Bye. You know, we haven't missed a WAN show together in like... A long time. Almost three years, I think. Whoa. I didn't realize it was that long. You know what's low-key, like a top-selling item on the store now? Cable ties. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. You told me that last week. Yeah, we 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 sold over 5,000 cable ties today. Today? Individual ties. Oh, okay. Individual ties, individual okay. ties. All right. Show, show's over, ladies and gentlemen. What are, you, what, are you still, what are you still doing here? Yeah. I told you the show's Get over. Get out. Yeah. I'm not allowed to leave. Get out right now. And the whole thing demonetized.